So, a good time. That's all I ask. We're just living life. That's living all lavish. I ask of you. This is how I'm coming today. Check, 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 check. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to turn it up. Nice and loud in the headphones. That's how I like it. Sipping on Daniel. Apple juice. <laughs> I'm the most critically acclaimed rap bitch in the game. Coast to coast, stash to get and host a girl. Dark skin, Christian Dior, post a girl. Moroccan Tim's bitch and the Gucci loafer girl. Niggas say I'm too pretty to spit rhymes. Gritty. Fuck y'all thought. Dance around in suits like I'm pretty. Show niggas how we run this city. Respect my name. Boogie nickel, stay in your lane. Like the hurricane. Rains on bitches like Sugar Shane. And deal when they y'all rap bitches dimension fuck me. Beef is when bitches think it's sweet. See, I'm frontin' in the streets and let my gap leak. And they're not feeling me out here. Oh, yo, Daniel, oh, Daniel, they're not feeling me out here, right, Daniel? Oh, yo. Nah, no, not at all. No, they're not feeling me. They're not feeling oh, me. They're, they're really not feeling me yet, Daniel. I got you one more. Hold on. As we proceed, Turn the mics up, turn that mic up, yeah, the beat is knocking, leave that mic up, turn that shit the fuck up, uh, what, turn it louder, yeah, uh. Shot ya. Separate the weak from the opsa. Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck all that bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek. I was not outside for this. Sound like feet. Thundering, shaking the concrete. Then the shit stopped when I fall the plot. Neighbors call the cops and they heard mad shots. Saw me in the drop, three and a quarter. Slaughter, electrical tape around the door. Check, 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 check. Mic check one, two. Welcome back to the Fresh Bake Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Yee. Got the family with me. Um, episode 65. Check in. What up, what up? See Bowie here. How we all doing? Chilling. We chilling. We, you know, we back with another episode. You already know. Dan Dan is back in the building, along with my boy, Evan. You already know. You didn't let him get his fucking <laughs> intro up. Oh, young young half That's good. No, in the cuts was the word. Big, big, uh, YHB young half fun, you know, the you know, the vibes, big acronyms, <laughs> big acronyms, <laughs> yeah, bro. Dairy, Dairy Queen with the Q, big numbers, and big CB, the Pablo Escobar, PD Pablo, um, Pablo Escobar pre workout. Right, I'll take Come a on second now. introduction, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, the people in the in my dorm room acting a, acting a fool right now, um, can't help that. But everyone's doing good. 
enjoying the summertime? It's hot out here, bro. Summertime? I was about to say, hold up. Still spring. It's like, like, uh, yeah, I guess spring. Weather wise, it might not be springtime, but shit, we about to be at school wise, it's still springtime. Yeah, but we we at we at like a good 80 80 degrees this weekend in Boston. That's so tight. It's crazy because it was like 35 degrees last week. (laughs) Yeah, I need some of that right now, but not getting any that up here. That is a fact. All right. What's on the what what kind of let's get to work. What news we got to cover, Carter? Um, we're kind of bringing back, bringing back all the the money ties. You know, money ties. We're bringing back the money ties. All those online, you know, uh, like apps like Cash App, Venmo, stuff like that. But um, Some shady what? shit. Early early April, as most of you have probably heard, the uh, founder of Cash App, he was stabbed in San Francisco, which you know is very is in very close proximity to where we're all from. We're all from the Bay Area. San Francisco is not very far. Um, can, we get a happened... name on, can we get a name on it? What's his name? Uh, uh, I believe yeah. it's I believe it's Bob Lee. I just want to give some respect yeah. there. Yeah. Bob, Bob Lee. Lee. Yeah. Okay. Bob yeah. Lee. Rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. for sure. Big rest in peace. Very, very scary. Um, but yeah, the police are still invest- investigating. So it's not really, you know, there's not a lot of public information that has been out. But I think this kind of brings up, you know, we all have been to the city. We kind of know where to go, where not to go. Do we think it's still like a safe city to go to and stuff like that? You know, could we like be chilling going to the city or like people that want to visit? It's like, you know, if people are you know getting killed and stuff like that, why would people necessarily want to go to a city like that? You know, no, it's facts. But like, like every city, maybe this isn't every city, but I'll speak for SF. There are certain parts that you just don't want to like be around you know what i mean and uh what's one i would say uh the tenderloin is pretty like popular oh, for sure like, it's a like lot of probably people in the bay area the main yeah, place that a lot yeah. of people just don't go to because there's a lot of like um ho- the, the homeless population in the tenderloin is actually like crazy. It's bad. It's bad. It's really, really high in there in the yeah. city just in general bro yeah yeah which is like you know i think like the government officials and everything like they should be helping those people to like get out of those types of situations, you know, because there's a really high volume of homeless people, but I don't really think they're really doing much to like, you know, get those people off of like drugs and like, you know, help them improve their lives and stuff like that. Agreed. I think there needs to be more resources there for sure. And I think just like in general, I think with the massive influx of income, that's, like in wealth that's coming into the Bay Area, especially in San Francisco, you would think that they allocate a little bit more money into those communities where homelessness is like kind of, I don't want to say plaguing, but that's kind of the only way I know how to describe it. It's kind of like plaguing the certain parts of the city, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but like, I kind of, I understand that. I'm going to be wrong. But also there's like a, a, like a, not a different point. I'm not saying I'm siding with the government like at all, but they like, don't they provide like some like type of like section something ho- housing or like section eight housing or something like that. And like, there's also, uh, I'm, actually, I'm not going to go too deep into it because I'm not really that well educated on it, but I know like they give some types of shit to like, I guess the the low income the type of communities yeah. and like the homeless and shit like that but it's not it's hard because when you said like they they need to like 
help them with their drug addiction, that's kind of like a, a personal issue. So like the only like solution that I was thinking of when you said that was like therapy. But like that's also I don't know. I feel like that's a different topic. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, I think the mental state of the homeless is like definitely a factor that they don't take into the into account when they're allocating money into these different aspects and areas, right? They do kind of um they do a lot of what's it called? Um what is what is it called when they they're giving out the you know it's not universal. It's like a free handouts in a sense. Yeah, I mean I forgot what they're called. Um Damn, like why am I blanking? No, it's kind of like the COVID thing. Um, but there, uh, there's like unemployment. Uh, people, a lot of people collect unemployment in San Francisco. It's like, um, in California especially, it's like a lot. It's, I think it. They did some sort of study on it, and it was like a lot of people were saying that it's, it's, it's you may you get more money from the government than they would working a normal job, and so there's no incentive for them to go out and get a job. Yeah. You know, um, granted, a lot of people can't like find work you know it's not easy to find work right but yeah. um I, I yeah i just think it's it's a issue in san francisco that i think they they're gonna have a hard time figuring out because they're it's you're, you're not gonna be able to make everyone happy you know yeah. it's gonna raise the taxes and then who's gonna like you already see the companies big companies moving out of the bay area right like oracle left um i think twitter's leaving right twitter's going to texas too um so i mean shit like that's just that's just how i think people are gonna start they're gonna start ushering out the the big companies i just don't know what san francisco even looks like 10 to 15 years from now yeah that's, you know nice. I mean? yeah. that's gonna be yeah. yeah that's an interesting conversation to be had. yeah but yeah i think in this story though i think the most interesting part is this is probably what the fourth or fifth person that's involved in that kind of online that cash online, in that space yeah in that online cash area um that's mysteriously died in the last like six months right yeah well is this one as mysterious as the other ones um well he got I, stabbed to death um wait, well, I mean, which could just be like a simple like, yeah, yeah gone wrong you know what i mean yeah well, here's the thing is that I think for those really rich people in San Francisco, because the Bay Area is like a different like the people that are famous, they're famous like um, or the fam- they're not famous. The people that are rich aren't necessarily famous in San Francisco, whereas like in L.A., you see like the really rich, like the artists, the ballplayers. Yeah. Right. You, um, It's all the tech the movie guys. Stars, in the Bay it's all Area. tech guys that look like normal people. They're only like well known to like those really elite group of. Yeah. Right. And so I think like these people are the kind of fucking with the bank systems right now. You know, I think it, it's a little sketch. Like you're you're really well known by the people that are probably the most dangerous. The people that could get you killed and just wipe their hands clean of it. You know what I mean? So I think like remember uh, what's his name? Um, or not? What it wasn't Sam. The FTX right? guy. It it was like all all those guys. Remember we did that whole episode where we talked all about yeah. the crypto guys. Yeah, they were yeah, all yeah. dying. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. There was those guys that got killed in like puerto rico or something like that. they were like drowning yeah right? like like really like in like very unusual ways heart that, like, attack at like they 25. would like, kill yeah. someone would kill someone else yeah and it was all really unexpected yeah so i think like there's a there's definitely something a little shady going on i, I just I don't... don't know because like cash app and like venmo and stuff they're not as much 
like crypto type currencies and that the regards to like what you're saying with them yeah, being yeah. tapped into like sketchier markets and whatnot. Yeah, there's like some Cash App scams and whatnot out there, but Cash App really is just a way to transfer money from a bank account to another bank account. It's like a wire transfer almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm not too familiar with how Cash App, but I'm sure they take a cut, it's right? They, it's, just, yeah. it's like small. It's like Venmo, right? You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly like Venmo. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like I don't know. And do all that stuff. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like the um, it's not like Zelle, where Zelle is like directly tied to Bank of America. Well, yeah, Zelle is like you know through truly through like Bank of America, like you said, or any other yeah. banks that like are partnered with it. Yeah, there's Venmo no tie. And Cash App exactly are like to. a middleman, and like they're like, independent. Like kind of like a, yeah, they're independent exactly. Yeah. So it's like so I think. I think maybe in a way I, I get what you're saying for sure. I get the there's difference. No, like, yeah, no, there's no yeah, because the currency is whoever is using that platform. You know, no right. one's buying or selling anything on that. They're just simply, like Evan said, sending money from one place to another. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is just kind of sad. It was like, did no yeah. one like? And it happened in broad daylight. Did no one see? Um, no, I believe it happened like really early in the morning though. I don't think it was it, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like okay, but it, no. I mean, like, there's a video. Of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, there's it video looks surveillance it was hard cameras. To watch. Yeah, no. I mean, that's just yeah. horrible. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I just would like to know if the police are gonna check it out a little bit more. Um, oh, I definitely think they're gonna do a full investigation on it just because of his type of status. But um, there's just there's not. A lot of public information out yet just because yeah. they got to get everything you know right and everything cause, yeah you know obviously if there's video surveillance they might be able to know obviously who did it and stuff like that yeah i i mean i, I doubt they'll be able to tie it back to any like like you said evan like regardless of if it's like uh like a big corporation that or like if there's any conspiracy behind it or if it was just like random right like i think there's definitely yeah. going to be no way of them tying it back, right? Um, yeah, it's kind of suspicious. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think just in general with the crime rate in San Francisco, there, um, there's been, like, a big push, right, I believe? I'm not too up to date on that. Um, Sorry, what did you say? There's been, like, a big push in... Uh, oh, yeah, like, for increasing, like, police funding and all that type of stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean... When twenty when like when COVID came around, you know, a lot of people got laid off, um, and obviously with everything that went on in terms of police, that you guys know what I'm talking about, a lot of people didn't want to become police officers. So obviously there's a big shortage. So you know the San Francisco Police Department, they're around like 500 officers short. Obviously, you know those roles and positions can get filled, but just with you know what comes with less policing, you know less supervision of the public. And given that, you know, there's some not the best areas in San Francisco, there's been an increase in crime. And that's kind of brought up a lot of questions in terms of like people that actually live in San Francisco and whether like, you know, is my, am I, should I live here still? Or like, you know, just are people going to like actually do something about the crime and stuff like that? Like there's been laws passed where you can steal up to like $950 and nothing's going to yeah. happen to you. So it's like, that just is an incentive for people to go and steal and break the law. But for like the law-abiding citizens, it's like, do you kick them out or like, do you kick the other people out? How do you do all that? How do you handle yeah. those types of situations and stuff like that? 
Yeah, I think just like you, you get that kind of trouble and kind of there's like such an influx of um, income rate, right? Yeah, like you get the wealthiest, wealthiest, like top 5% in the world yeah. in Silicon Valley. And then you get probably the poor, the poorest 5%, yeah, I mean, yeah. right? You get like the highest the and lowest. everything yeah, exactly. in between. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a Texas where there's like, you're getting like pretty even Steven, you know, yeah. like depending on where said even yeah. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of a wild thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, speaking of police, police work, um, have you guys, did you guys hear about this King Von doc? Yeah. I've yeah. heard about it. I heard briefly, but I haven't really dove deep into it yet. Yeah. So it, it got pulled down. Um, Evan, it got taken know. off. It got pulled down, and I think it got re-uploaded. But oh, okay, yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. I don't know if anyone has anything that would chime in on that. I I haven't gotten the chance to watch it. I just know that um the it's on it's produced by a YouTuber Trap Leroy Ross who and it's like I think it's, it's Trap Lore. Lore, my bad. Yeah, yeah, it is Lore. Um, no free shout out. No free shout out. Leroy, Leroy Ross. <laughs> My bad, dog. But um, dude, it's like four hours long. Yeah, it's intense. All just about like all of King Vaughn's alleged criminal activity. Yeah, it's literally titled uh, "King Vaughn Raps First Serial Killer," which Man. is absolutely insane. Apparently, it ties him to more than more than ten uh ten cases murders that he murders that he's allegedly like the murderer not like in just i don't even think he's just like not like an accomplice but like he actually yeah did i it. think he's like this like pointed as the like as the shooter um which is kind of nuts um i think there's like a bunch of different conversations to be had about this just because i mean we can take it any way that we want to right now but yeah. um i think in terms of the integrity of the journalism i think trapla ross is like kind of notorious for like hiding his face i mean like no one knows what he really looks like right but like he puts out all this like information it's like i mean it's like police work i mean obviously granted this in this situation it's like very much public information like you can obviously pull it from anywhere um but i think kind of like a dj academics kind of like those people they sometimes like um i've heard of like police like delegating people to just monitor like social media pages from academics or Chapla Ross or those people to find more information. Um, and I think just like the integrity of journalism in hip hop has kind of changed because it used to be like this whole, yo, we're not going to talk about this if it's an open case, right? We're not going to talk about this or that. Um, and now it's just whatever is for the click, you know what I mean? Um, and I think in hip hop right now, everything is so quick to be deemed like oh this guy's a snitch right this guy's a rat um he's doing police work right um but i don't know exactly what that looks like for media because there is a sense of journalistic integrity but i also think that there is like uh still have to report the news you know what i mean i don't know what anyone thinks about that yeah honestly personally i would say that um, this is an opinion that journalism tends to be a kind of way of snitching. You know what I mean? Because yeah. to me, good journalism is laying out all the facts. 
Yeah. And trying to keep bias out of it. Right. And so with what comes with laying out all the facts is good and bad. You know what I mean? And whatever kind of happens, as you were saying, like it's all public knowledge already. You can look it up. You can find info about it. So it's kind of like. It's out there. It's for the taking. Yeah, it's kind of already out there, you know, so. It's just, I don't know, it's it's more about like a respect thing and kind of like where people's morals sit with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the other way, like the other, like this documentary kind of, granted, I haven't really like seen it. I've seen clips and bits and pieces. I want to watch the full thing um, probably tonight. But I think it's it's interesting how we're going to speak on this guy, especially in death, because there's a lot of for King Vaughn. I think there's especially there's like a lot of this weird energy around his death where it's like yes everyone's sad that he's gone um right like he has a family right he has kids parents loved ones right and you want to send prayers to them obviously it's never want to see anyone get killed especially when like he's achieving such such success right but i think at the same time this this thing comes out and you kind of read about like these 10 murders you know you read stuff from the the families and all that stuff like that. And it's like, we're celebrating King Vaughn so much in hip hop. How do you, it kind of makes you think like, how do you, do you think these families really feel that we're celebrating the guy that killed his, their kid, right? Or their parent or something like that. I think it's like, um, I don't know. I think me personally, I'm just not really for speaking on people in death, like post Thomas lee if that's how you say it um yeah i don't know i think just in my opinion it's kind of like probably like once he's gone like what do you really what can you change you know you kind of just gotta i don't know i don't i I don't really like that this documentary came out i think it's definitely something that you i mean it's such a big topic right now in in hip-hop culture but um yeah, I would say that it's like a tricky situation where it's like, who do you? There's no, there's like, it's a weird situation because it's so negative for everyone involved, you know? Yeah, especially, yeah. I was going to say, even for like the media or even for like the artist's family or even the artists in general. Yeah. It's just bad. Um, yeah, because I mean, like, think about how we're going to speak on this man in death now, right? And, um, paint this super negative light around him after he's gone and not here to defend himself. That's always a big thing for me. It's like, um, I mean, like this might be not the greatest example, but like with Michael Jackson, you know, like all these things are coming to like, they're making the documentaries, like um, same thing with uh, Aaron Hernandez. Right. Which obviously like, those are two where it's kind of like, I mean, Aaron Hernandez kind of clearly did it. Michael Jackson, like, could be presumed to have done it right (laughs) but it's like one of those things where it's like like they're gone now it's like what why i don't think i just think in death we shouldn't be ashing out on on the dead um in i guess there are exceptions to the law right but i mean like you look at what that did for 
to Aaron Hernandez's family as well. Like, um, I mean, you saw his brother a lot a couple weeks ago, went up to ESPN because of the way that they covered his brother and was throwing bricks at the building. You know, like it like just like puts people into like these like weird. It just damages it just so, so much more damage. And I think for the sake of getting these clicks on these stories, even like with with a, um, and this is for like a different. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if it's so much about clicks, though, as like putting the truth out there, because, yeah, it's it sucks for everything that happened with Aaron Hernandez's family. But like he legitimately murdered someone. So it's like I do understand it's kind of kind of messed up to drag someone's name through the mud when they're gone, like you're saying, Mm -hmm. because they can't really defend themselves and speak on it. Right. But it gets tricky with like like you were saying with the law, because you can't let things kind of just go sometimes. Like a murder isn't something that can yeah, just be like yeah, let agreed. go. You know? Agreed. Yeah. I, I think I didn't frame it right, but I, I I think you got like kind of the gist of um I would say another one is that's like an interesting talk like thing to think about is the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Did you hear that they renewed it for another season? I, I don't know. They're gonna do a second season. Yeah, I don't know where they're gonna take the I don't story because like they covered his whole like right. They literally covered his whole entire life. I mean, yeah. he, he died at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they literally so, showed I his mean, entire life from yeah. So, like, that's another one that I think, like, you're bringing this story back up for what purpose? Yeah. Um, and I think in that case, it's especially disgusting because you're highlighting this, this serial killer this like disgusting dude right evil man um yeah and i think especially for the families of the victim to have to relive that you know i think it's just um like i don't know i think like where is the where's the line in humanity that we draw where it's like yes you're gonna get a fat payday for this right but at what cost? At what cost is this going to do to someone's family? You know, and not Jeffrey Dahmer's family. I'm talking about like the victim's families, yeah, you exactly. know? Yeah, exactly. Um, like this documentary, I'm sure does not bring up like this does not make the families of the victims like thrilled. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So shit. I mean, that's that's all I really got there. If anyone wants to tag on to that or no. No, yeah. yeah, it's kind of dark. I mean, Have you guys just, been? Yeah, it's just a, it's a sensitive topic for some people. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys big documentary guys? Um, kind of. Kind of. I mean, I'm not I really. Like... Go ahead, Evan. I was gonna say I like like the um. I will say I do like the serial killer docu series. I find them interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're I, like I, they're intriguing interesting. to like kind of watch but it's like i don't really know why i'm like really watching it it's one of those things that you i mean it's interesting it's, for sure it's like right you're in engaged, it's so like, different it's like you're interested in it but it's like why i don't know why i'm interested in it because like obviously you know it's just it's just really weird it's just yeah. like i don't know it's kind of crazy to think that the way they think about things and just yeah i, don't know, I guess kind of understanding it, it yeah if you look at it yeah. from like a lens in like psychology and like how the brain human brain works and stuff like that and like just mental health all that realm it's it's pretty interesting yeah for sure i will say though the Dahmer series wasn't entirely like a 
doc you doc you it was like it was a, like it was almost like a it was a biopic it was, it's pretty much like a yeah, movie kind yeah, of. yeah it was a biopic like a movie. yeah 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 it like um was like real acting and stuff like that like yeah actual, like shit happened in it yeah have you guys watched any cool ones lately documentaries mm. no no. Or like the, last the documentary I've watched was a documentary about the Egyptians. That shit was uh, uh <laughs> it was interesting, I'll tell you that. But yeah, it has nothing to do with that, bro. Yeah, I was watching you know what I think you would like Daniel, because this is like I feel like Daniel and Evan would like this. Um and I think maybe you would too, Carter. I'm not sure. But um if you get like hella fried and you watch the National Geographic documentaries, <laughs> those oh. are kind of sick. I've done it's like crazy, just such bro. good cinem- cinematography. It's oh yeah, it's all like, in like four K. It's just really cool. yeah. it's beautiful. The ocean ones are fire, bro. Yeah, bro, in yeah. high school I used to do that all the time, bro. Yeah, Benjamin yeah. just at home <laughs> by myself, turn on a movie or a documentary. Yeah, start yeah. watching some like Lion, Shades of Gazelle or some shit. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty, I've been fascinating. I've been watching a lot of hip hop ones. Um, I just finished Wu Tang, like I said, um, last week, and I I've been watching that Rap Caviar one. I've been liking that. Um, I watched the Roddy Rich one, the Tell the Creator one that I talked about. Um, I started the City Girls one. Um, yeah, I think yeah, but I, I like those. I like those biopic ones the ones that were they like the movies like how they did the whitney houston one recently they did uh yeah um who else have they, they did nwa they've done um they a lot yeah well who do you guys think is gonna be the next one to get a doc who do you think is the people from our generation that's gonna get a doc or uh not a doc um like a biopic they did biopic. elton john they did queen right yeah all, did... all those movies were great yeah um, those were good ones the elton john and queen ones I think, I think Beyonce's for sure gonna get one, cause the Jay Z like all that. The story's interesting. Yeah, that makes um, sense, actually, I would. I I would honestly like to see a a Jackson Five documentary, or um like a biopic. Yeah, maybe not even because Michael Jackson. I could see why they're not gonna give him one. As interesting as that story is, like a biopic, but yeah, um. I would like to see a Jackson Five one just because of how like interesting that whole thing is with uh who's the who's their dad is it Bobby Jackson I don't know I forgot what his name was but um like the the parent abuse like just the kids being like like them being like the child child stars you know I think it's interesting um I think um who else who else would be cool um. Who else? I'm thinking like, I think a Sam Smith one in the future would be interesting just because of the, like, just to think about like how he's kind of, or Sam Smith there is, they are kind of like a Elton John in a sense. You know, there's a lot yeah. of similarities, parallels to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw one on, you guys have watched the Tupac one, right? Yeah. Have you guys yeah. seen Biggie? Notorious. That was a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I don't know what rappers they would really do one on. Can't really think of any right now. I don't think they'll do one on Drake. I don't think that story is like interesting enough. I I could see like a Kendrick one. 
Yeah. I could see a Jay Colin. I could see a Jay Colin. Surely. Yeah. Especially with that, like, yeah. dream, Dreamville, like, whole yeah. cinematography, like, whatever it was, that whole documentary, yeah. or whatever it was, that show was Yeah, sick. the doc for Revenge uh-huh. of the Dreamers. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a tight document. Because when they locked in for the at the studio for the, the week, yeah, that was cool. They had, like, Chris Bosch stuff in there. It was they crazy. They had hella people cycling through the yeah. studio. It was sick. Yeah. Like, at one point, Ludacris was in there. Yeah, it was cool. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, oh, who else can make a cool one? I feel like... um. I feel like they got to do a Diddy one at some point. Or a Melly one would be interesting. A Nelly? A Nelly one? Oh, no. 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 Why and Oh, Y and W Melly? Yeah. But it's the same thing as like the, I don't know, what's it called? As the King Bond situation, high key. Yeah. Not saying he's gone, but you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. This one. This one's not hip hop at all, but I think a Bob Marley one would be pretty sick. Bob Marley would be dope. Dude, that'd, that'd be, be dope. really tight. I know this is hella random, but I didn't know this. Bob Marley used to play hella soccer. Like he used to be like a soccer, like yeah, 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 yeah. Pictures. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. he was yeah. big nah, time. Soccer. I didn't know that I mean, until like maybe a soccer year is ago. Really big in Jamaica. Dude, that's insane. Really that's sick. Oh, to be honest. you know who would you know would have a really good documentary? Carter, please stop typing. Um, sorry. It's like it coming through my headphones, but um, a really cool one, I think. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think Meek Mill would have a really good one, just based uh, off of like, like the, like his incarceration and all that. I'd um, say it would be interesting to see his older or like when he was younger. You know what I mean? Yeah, his yeah. Because you could even like if they incorporated like uh. Like, cause you know how they have clips of him rapping when he was young yeah. with the dress. Cause he's a like, he's they... a he's a Philly kid to the core. Yeah. I think a yeah. biopic on that would be like, would be solid. Yeah, um, that would be cool. Yeah, I doubt they'll give Kanye one at this point. Hell, I mean, no. they did his documentary, but well, they did his was, doc. Well, he did from, his doc. I get, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's still just got like pub- it's still got just published. like we're putting out the doc. <laughs> we're putting out our own doc. Put out the freshly big pod 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 doc. Um. Yeah, I feel like those would be cool. I like the Bob Marley idea. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones. I think they might give Nipsey Hussle one at some point in the future. Um, yeah, I could see. I that heard they. Sure. I heard they're working on a documentary, but I think a biopic would be cool. I don't know yeah. who could play him, but yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. I think honestly, I think this whole um this whole young thug situation is gonna I think I think the impact that it's had in the last couple of years I mean they have the documentary right now on Hulu um about him and Gunna that I just watched it was it was, it was interesting yeah it's a it's a documentary I mean it's like mostly like compiled news clips and like interviews and stuff um yeah but I think it I think that's an interesting one um that they could. That I would kind of like to see how they got to where they're at, but I think obviously it would have to play out and be along further along the line. Um, I think even like as much as I hate to say it, like Takashi Six Nine, like interesting story, interesting story at least, right? I know they have his doc too on Hulu. Hulu just be taking all the rappers' docs, bro. (laughs) Hulu has all the all the rapper docs. Um, But yeah, anyway, should we bounce out of that? Does anyone want to? Anything else you want to say on that? No. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Um, before we skip, we go to this next segment. I did want to. This is a slight commercial break. I did want to say, um, for all you Bay Area kids, go out and buy your tickets to Bay the Bay's backyard. Um, they're having their one year anniversary um party. It's the best party in town for the for the Bay Area eighteen and up. Um, and this one is going to be on April twenty first. Um, yeah, go ahead and turn up. They've had some cool guests um throughout the the last year. They've had Neff the Pharaoh, Shooting and Coney, um, just to name a few. AZ Chike was there a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, they've just been turning up. Um, so go definitely go tap in with them. Um, it's called the Bay's Backyard, Bay's with a Z. Um, yeah, go have fun with that. Shout out to our guys Aaron and Aaron and Allen, um, putting on a great show. It's been cool. I went to middle school with these two guys. Um, they've just been they've been going hard out there. So, um, I love to see the the family win. So appreciate y'all. Um, hopefully we'll get some work in with them at some point. I, I did an interview with them from when I was in high school. Um, just some cool guys. They, they really tapped in with that Bay culture. So go, go out there, go turn up. It's at, it's at a night, little nightclub, go follow them on Instagram at the Bay's backyard. Um, yeah. And back to the show. It's <laughs> like commercial break. commercial break yeah plug in um okay um oh yeah spotify um this week did report or last week reported that 38 million songs received zero plays in the last year which i think is fucking nuts but if you kind of think about it it's like a little bit it kind of makes sense right how many like artists are on spotify how many albums are out on spotify um especially like back catalog right this is like we're talking like you get the people like Drake who have like what like seven, eight albums. Like probably close to ten, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Or you or you get the guys like Wiz Khalifa who put out music like every two weeks, right? <laughs> like um or not yeah. Wiz Khalifa, like currency, right? Like yeah. they just have a very extensive catalog. Just keep on putting out music. Um, like I'm sure some of it, especially like I mean, this dates back to however long ago um it was out, but um, some people are definitely not catching all the, all the plays. But what did you guys think about that? Thirty-eight million is a lot of songs. It, it's pretty crazy, also, because like Spotify does a new music mix, right? Like every week yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You would think they would try and put songs that aren't really getting plays out there just to you know increase some play time on it. Ex- yeah. Expose people to it because that that's what new music should be, right? Exposing right. just the new. But so I think that's pretty crazy. 38 millions of fat number of songs. Well, you got to remember that it's like Spotify is like a game. So there's like a record label push, right? You get like if you're in yeah. bed with the right with the right label who's in bed with Spotify, right? You'll get that extra push, right? Um, yeah. And it's so hard for people to organically grow an audience now. And I think you've seen this huge wave of independent artists after like Chance the Rapper won that Grammy, right? After like all these like after people it just became really oversaturated with independent artists who just have no backing um which is why tiktok is such a big tool right because tiktok you the algorithm like your song could catch off of one play right like could show up on one person's thing and then another right like there's no basis for how they show you what it's just an algorithm yeah um and so i think for that reason i think there's become such an overpopulation on spotify 
um, which I think makes it tricky for people to catch one. Um, and then you get those people who yeah. just will never catch one. Right. Um, so I think that's, I think that's really interesting. Um, I 38 million kind of did surprise me. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big number. I was reading there's like 11 million like artists or creators on Spotify. Yeah. Like currently, that's like an estimated number. So, I mean, it's how many of those songs did you think were actual bangers, though? Uh, Well, I mean, never know. There's probably a couple hidden gems in there. That's what I was oh, saying. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's million? tons of songs. It's like, I've never heard this before. And I'm like, this slaps. Like, this is really good music. So, yeah. you know. A lot of people they getting cut short, you know. It's hard for them yeah. to get their it's hard for them to get their name out there when you have all these big artists that have taken over, especially on like Spotify and stuff. Another thing I kind of wanted to address, um, it's like just in terms of Spotify, but it's something I noticed that like whenever I'm shuffling music like in my play my playlist or like like songs or whatever I'm listening on, like whatever playlist I'm on, yeah, it like always cycles to like a rotation of a select amount of songs like i'll get like sometimes a repeated song like multiple times like yeah they need that to be trying to push you that song exactly it's like i really want it to be like a true shuffle like go through every single song like full shuffle instead of like yeah repeating stuff like that which you know that just gives like replays you know multiple streams on like a bunch of songs yeah that are already really really big yeah well you get the like those streaming farms right so i mean like i'm sure i don't know the exact numbers but i know the top 10 percent of artists on spotify make up probably about 80 to 90 percent of all plays on spotify all streams and everything yeah for yeah sure. like your drakes probably take up a good chunk of those of yeah. all the streams that spotify accumulates throughout I mean, the year he right? has well over like 150 billion streams total mm-hmm. just on spotify right. just on spotify right. so yeah That's and i mean That's like insane. you look at like go to like like I'm just gonna type in like someone rent like take SZA into account, right? Like I mean, SZA, she's popping I think, right now though. She's popping right now, but she is. They rank the artist on Spotify, right? Oh, she's eleventh. She's she's eleventh in the world. That's a bad example. Look at look at um, the weekend. Look at the he's number one. Well, he's high. He's number oh, one. I know. That's why I asked. Yeah, but I mean, you look at like the people that are like low on the rank, like um shit. Who I just watched a movie with Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino's two hundred and fifteenth in the world. Yeah. right he's I mean, eating up like a chunk a big chunk too right and he's 215th think about the guy that's like you said there's what 11 million think about the guy that's like at 1 million right like the 1 million i mean even if you're at world. like he's probably so low in, like, on that the thousands you're getting like yeah no exposure at all yeah yeah no. i mean they keep they recycle that like yeah I mean, exactly. like, even like even like and i know daniels might like piss you off that i'm keep on bringing her up but lotto right who i love is probably like somewhere in that like 250 to 300 realm i would say right like her she's been going crazy this year dropping like hella shit um yeah. streams are going crazy right but it's that is like she still ranks so low and you take that number and you add it with all the the 300 other artists that are in that top percentage yeah. right like that's eating up so much of the actual pie that like what's left in that that other 11 million uh, artists nothing, is like nothing. crumbs right yeah. Yeah, um, nothing. yeah so i think that makes it kind of tricky um and that that's why that made a little bit of sense to me um 
Yeah. And I think even now, like, it's just so if you look, I mean, look at like the the artists, like the length of songs now. You know what I mean? Like they're dropping like projects that are like fucking like 18 song albums, right? That are each like a minute long song and each song is going to get it's so like diluted, you know, that each song is going to get like a stream or two, you know, like. Like for like So Fago, for example, put out like what he what he sold what seven and a half K first week. And he he dropped like I think like it was it was a fat album. It was like 20 something songs. Um and like each song was like a minute to a minute thirty. You know, that's where you kind of slip up and you get caught in that game of trying to catch a fast one, like with the TikTok shit. And it just um it's like you can't replicate what a little Uzi is doing if you're not Lil Uzi. Only Lil Uzi can put out one. Uh, how long is I just want to rock? A minute, thirty seconds. Like, yeah, you can't put like you right. It's not, that. It's not even a song. Like, I just want to rock. Great. It's a hit, right? But it's, it's not a song. It's an intro. Yeah, it literally feels like an intro building to something that never comes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, it's like, it's all these like smaller artists trying to replicate what these massive artists are doing, and it's like you can't get away with that. You can't get away with with just diluting with dumbing down your your art. Because it's just not going to get, it's not going to get put on. You know what I mean? Like, it's a game, but it's like, you're going to get washed out immediately. There's no, even if you catch one, there's no longevity in it. Like, like we said with Sofego, right? Didn't he get dropped by Cactus Jack? Right? Like he signed, was there for like one album and then got dropped. Yeah. Like shit like that is just like, um, it's just, it's just a huge game. But yeah, I think, um, I think like, I think the main preface of it is that you need to enable to in, in order to do that, you need to be in bed with the right, uh, like the net, the right system. You need to be in the right system to thrive in that way. Um, but yeah, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the, the, like the label push. Um, did you guys see Chloe Bailey? Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what'd you say <laughs> she's pretty bad <laughs> yeah. Um, she's yeah well she's fired she's very talented um she she's an actress you guys probably know her from acting um she's been in a lot of movies recently she just did that movie with drewski um but she she's a very talented r&b singer um she's kind of like beyonce's prodigy her and her sister um they sold pretty well on their debut album together um chloe and Haley. um but so Chloe Bailey just released her first project as an independent or as a in uh was a solo act aside from her sister, um and she sold 10k first week, which is a pretty massive flop, um considering just the and, it, and again it was like it was good music right I liked the album a lot I played I think I played one of her songs last week um or we talked a little bit about the project last week, but um yeah, yeah but she is um. Yeah, I mean, she did the like the award show run. She performed on like late night with Jimmy Jimmy Fallon, right? She did all the or Jimmy Kimmel or whoever does that. Um, she did all the late night shows, right? She got a huge push from the label because she's just in this machine that just churns out. Like, she's in movies, right? She's doing all this stuff. She came from Beyonce's camp, right? Like, um, and then to sell ten k is kind of like kind of trash. I mean, not trash, like kind of just like a shitty situation to be in. Um, I think with her i don't know how um i don't know how passionate you guys are about the r&b space especially with the girls in r&b but that's like kind of my 
realm. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, I like, I can't help but think like they should have branded her a different way. I think they put her out as this like R&B kind of like sweetie lotto city girls, like the R&B version of those where I think she's much more talented on like the vocals, right? She kind of has that attention to detail um, in her artistry. And I think, um, I mean, they put future on a song with her, right? Like I think maybe not the right mix, um, but I, I just think that they could have gave her, they gave her such a big push, but I think they might've pushed her in the wrong direction where it doesn't, doesn't sound like her. Um, I think she could work well in that like realm of like the, the songstresses and the, you know, the, the singer singers, you know, like the vocalists, you know what I mean? Um, where it's like a little bit of a cleaner image, all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's kind of my opinion on that, but I mean, for her, um, she's got a huge, they booked a huge, a pretty big tour. I think it's a world tour coming up. Um, and I just don't know how they're going to feel comfortable. The label is going to feel comfortable or, uh, whoever's doing, it. I think it's live nation that's doing it. Whoever's putting together that tour. I don't know how they're gonna feel comfortable with a, world worldwide tour based off of a 10,000 after she just sold 10,000 first week I don't know how that looks that might be some dates might get cut there yeah <laughs> sorry uh, part of the tour. yeah so sorry Eugene <laughs> sorry uh, uh Utah Spokane you might get cut too buddy sorry Carter you can't go see Chloe Bailey <laughs> yeah, I think they might be cutting some tour dates um yeah but i mean like on the on the flip side you got girls like scissor scissors just booked the second second leg of her tour it's coming back yeah. <laughs> she's going back oh, around yeah. the country yeah bro tickets go on sale oh shit they're going on sale in like a couple hours shit i gotta i'm gonna hop on that <laughs> see see what i can get see if i can go sit uh top row at td garden next year um but if yeah if any of our listeners are in boston area september 30th you know where to find me <laughs> you know where i'll be at td garden baby <laughs> singing my soul out bro with, uh, nobody gets me like you <laughs> that shit was tough you guys remember that shit was tough remember how geeked we were that one pod when the album came yeah, out <laughs> we played like eight hour, songs <laughs> like eight songs Dude, with the yeah. i might kill my ex yeah that shit uh oh, oh. What you said? gone gone girl <laughs> i gotta see that shit live bro honestly honestly um but yeah, that's all I got on that. Should we do some some music? Man, I'm down. All right. Tell us what we what vibe we're going with today, Daniel. Yeah, I was gonna say, so like today we're kind of going with a uh I would say like a an ampy type of type of vibe, you know, like a pregame, almost like a you know, when you when you're trying to get a little amped up, you know, maybe for the gym, maybe for whatever you playing, or I don't know if y'all y'all like uh be playing instruments. I don't know, y'all get amped up on that one song, you know. What, what I'm are you talking about? Like we're talking about like pregame, like like hype music, like uh yeah, like hype music. Like like what's in the headphones before before you go out on the yeah, like on the bass, field? Bass bumping type shit, like aggressiveness, you already know. Yeah. But um yeah, yeah. so uh we're gonna we gonna start this little this little segment, you feel me? Cool. I think Evan, you're first on the dock. Okay, yes, sir. So I'll explain my headspace a little bit on this one because yeah everyone gotta explain the headspace i like it i like it you know smino typically a chiller artist so smino for like a hype or like pre-game wouldn't typically come to mind but i don't know personally this song 
like right before I'm about to hit the the park on the on the mountain or you know send some shit it just gets me feeling right feeling like I got that shit I'm the man you know so backstage pass by Smino Monte Booker and the drums yeah I I fuck with I fuck with this pick uh yeah because Monte Monte Booker is a he's a longtime producer and friend of Smino's um they got a lot of work together as well like um a lot of know, his early work right yeah yeah a lot of the early work um he they're part they're part of the same yeah, yeah that whole project is uh, i think co-produced by him i i, I think um yeah, i think so but they did a lot of uh they've done a lot of work together and um they co they're the co-founders of um of zero fatigue the the collective which i think is dope they got like john doe um all those people so Raven Lene, so just some dope artists, but yeah, Monty Booker's dope. Um, they they had that song I blew up on TikTok. It was like the so she went around. Um, damn, what's it called? Oh, like she like boys and girls. I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? I think it's called Colors, right? Yeah. It's this one. This one. Yeah. Right. This. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, we gotta play Evan's song. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> hey, nah, um, nah, it's good. It's good. Oh, real quick. Right. Also, just to add, also why this is kind of fitting is it what it was part of like the Madden soundtrack, right? Yeah, From Madden, Madden twenty two. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of fits. It gets you in that right headspace. <laughs> to go game? To go put the headphones on and game? Nah, bro. Nah. Straight Run fucking up. shredding on the mountain, you know? Oh, okay. Little uh, Jimmy G and uh, Jimmy G and Madden 22. Unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not injured? All right, we'll, we'll run it for you, though. This is like a shredding song. This is shredding. Yeah, it fits the mountain, like, too well. If you're at the pregame, I need you to turn the fuck up right now, baby. <laughs> Puts that's me in my element. That's a cold song. That was nice. Beauty. That was very nice. 
Um, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take a little different realm. I just switched my song. I don't know. I just didn't wasn't feeling the other one necessarily. Um, what do you have with the last one? What's the other one? Uh, I I put a I had a Saint John song, and I was oh, like, John. I definitely don't listen to him in the gym. That's oh, I do, listen to, John I do like, listen to him, but not in the gym. You don't throw on. You don't throw on gorgeous. Uh, I I have everything I had of I have different, it is gorgeous. The type of music we listen to in the gym is completely different. Completely different. Okay. Um, mine's just more like upbeat type shit. But um, this song, kind of like a, you know, middle school like you know, obviously it's really popular song. But, oh, this uh, is hilarious! This is great. Came out came out middle school. Um, kind of just puts you in a good mood. Um, you would fuck around and listen to to Macklemore in the gym, yeah. huh? I don't know, dude. I got everything. I got everything for the gym. No, Cardi, you see, Cardi, you 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 for sure were in like middle school pregame, like before a baseball game, bumping uh, what's that Aloe Black song that they did for the Beats oh, commercial? The with uh, yeah, you the can man. tell everybody. Yeah, yeah I mean, dude, awesome. everyone was rocking <laughs> with everyone was rocking with that song. You remember um, the Colin Kaepernick commercial for that when he got yeah. off the bus and it's like all the people yelling at him and shit, and he puts the headphones on. It's he just walks, he's just like all strolling and all happy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah um, you can tell everybody. Sorry. Yeah, I did uh can't hold this for Macklemore. Just a go-to. Okay, okay. We're just gonna write some shit down. Stubbard stand up. I had to change mine. I had I had uh, Tiana Taylor, but I think I'm gonna go with a different direction. I don't know if I used to listen to that pregame because actually got me right. But this one also was a classic in the in the whip before the game. Um, yeah, bro, I'm gonna let it ride with some Meek Mill today. Some classic right here. Wasn't for this music, I'd probably be dead. 
Instead I'm on top and I'm counting this bread Sitting in the mansion, could have been in the feds Drop top, even with a price on my head Whoa, there's no roof so they can see me shine No roof so they can see me shine Only a matter of time Was dedicated, put it all to the grind There's no roof so they can see me shine Whoa, there's no roof so they can see me shine No roof so they can see me shine Only a matter of time Was dedicated, put it all to the grind no roof so they can see me shine Whoa, uh I was born poor But I'ma die, I'm die rich Riding in the seven like I'm pocket, like I'm pocket nine, nine six. six Still Ooh. rocking with the click I had to grind with When the wall flip niggas and sell them dimes with Yeah, I used to sell Nick to Reggie, nigga I get the chills every time I lick confetti hitters No Philly skinny boy, but I'm heavy, nigga They switched sides that was never with us And petty niggas wanna mention my name To get acknowledged Hoping I react like a fool and give him violence. I'd rather kill him all with success and give him knowledge than throw it all away for a sucker. Cause we the hottest. My mama crib. Bring back five minute songs, please. No sleep, putting in work. That's how she got it. Body, body, I started grinding when niggas started. Now I got it, I'm dripping in diamonds and niggas shining. That's good. Wasn't for this music, I'd probably be dead. Instead, I'm on top and I'm counting this bread. Sitting in the mansion, could have been in the feds. Drop top, even with a press on my head. Whoa, there's no roof so they can see me shine. No, no roof so they can so see, they can me, see shine. me shine. Only a matter of time. Was dedicated, put it all to the grind. There's no roof so they can see me shine. Whoa, there's no roof so they can see me shine. No roof so they can see me shine. All right, yeah, that was Shine by Meek Mill. Classic. That was tough. Not yeah, on. that shit gets me right, bro. That pregame mm-hmm. gets me right. Uh, but, uh, I game, uh, uh, how do I explain this? I would say that, just like Evan, I wouldn't say that Miles Monday is like a... Not, he's not cold, like a hype, though, yeah, bro. He, he's not like a hype artist, you know what I mean? Like, not like aggressive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, compared to like... I was I was gonna put EA obviously by Twenty One Savage and obviously everyone gets <laughs> right by that song you know that's hella aggressive but like this song by Miles Monday he he used a sample that I hella like I don't I don't really remember where it's from but like I heard it on TikTok before and then he used it and um yeah this song is just tough I would say that I'm a really big bass head too so like once I heard the bass over it was yeah yeah so this is called let's uh, run it it's called Seat Day I don't even know dude. yeah let's run it yes sir. If you in the whip, you gotta turn this bitch up. Okay. Put on the bass producers and blow your speakers out. Hey, they talking that shit, but ain't worried about it Cause you know that these niggas be lame They telling me that I changed, I ain't been the same Since I got my foot in the game Why they be yelling out gang, 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 gang When they never put in the pain My uncle spent 20 years on the chain Gang, man, he was only 18 All them late nights working and waking up early You see that shit paying out Shorty been all on my body, a man that's a body You know she gon' play it out I gotta stick right a shoddy, ain't scared of nobody I promise I'll break you off But I ain't been looking for problems, no time for the drama I'm focused don't take it off like i ain't got work today i had a nine to five i had to quit it cause that shit ain't work for me i went independent and started the business you should come and work for me don't take it personally i'm killing these nigga that first degree you nickel and diamond i'm serving peace go get your weight up all of your stories they made up all of them nights that i stayed up was only a matter of time before i came up why they keep bringing my name up these niggas some haters i might have to fade them no, I ain't signing no major. I told him eight figures is my ultimatum. 
Ain't heard about it, then look it up I treat the booth like the kitchen, I'm cooking up Look at the points that I'm putting up I do it different, these niggas, they cookie cut Keep it 100, you know how I give it up 99% for me isn't good enough Hey, these motherfuckers gonna have to stop playing with me, bro I'm about to level the whole strip Hey, look at me, realest nigga in the rain Book of tea, y'all been grinding, stacking up the book of fees Try to put them on, but it's like pulling teeth Getting this chicken, your load is my witness You know I'm standing on That's tough I love I love every song that has a bar that says standing on business. <laughs> it just gets me every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cold. I was like, okay, okay, okay. As long tough, especially yeah, a very good sample, I would say. Facts. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what sample that is, but you better stay tuned. Speaking of samples, got a cool Man. little verses coming up. Man. Cool little verse coming up. Um, but yeah, everybody be smooth. Um. Everyone stay safe. Enjoy the nice weather um, wherever you're at. Hopefully it's nice weather. But, um, yeah, I think we finna get on out of here um, as soon as I can find a song. I'm kind of digging the Foxy Brown vibe right now. I've been bumping her a lot lately. Um, so should we get out to some Foxy? Little Foxy? Oh. All right. Say no? I said for show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, like Danny said no. <laughs> All right, CB violating. All right, but yeah, we will catch you guys on There's, the next one. There was no violation. No violation. No flag on the play? Nope. You done, no way. All right, we'll get on out of here to this. Catch you guys all on the flip. Shout out all the ladies out there. Uh, all up in you like a bone winner. Johnny Blaze, the Iron Lung, Foxy Brown, the L Nana. Destination. Black, black, black. Yo, Nana, so ill. First week out, shift the half a mil. Niggas freaked out. She's all about. Shout all the girls with the ill Nana. In the track record, I'm all about black, shaking my ass half naked. Loving this life, waiting for Kim album to drop. Knowing it's tight, standing center stage, closing the show, holding the gap. Since you opened up, I know you're hoping it's whack. Niggas screaming my name on record, straight ballot. Maybe I'll answer back when you reach a hundred thousand. This is ladies' night in the Mercedes side. When I'm coming home, maybe tonight. Leave my pool by the microwave, kiss the baby goodnight. It's my time to shine, it's playtime tonight. Home but trying to stay my ground. Knowing I fall, I left your ass home alone. Hoping I call in. Shut up, Method Man. Yeah, 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 we will catch you guys on the flip. Peace, love, all that.